Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Swiss Ballers Pod. I'm Fabo and as always I'm joined by two absolute ballers, my good friends Toto in London and Armin back home in Zurich. How are we doing boys? Hello guys. Hello. Now today is all about German football. We talk Bundesliga, the crazy finale. We'll chat about the players we think could do well in the Prem just so you know who the players are to get in FPL next season. And uh, we'll discuss <laughs> we'll discuss the mess at Bayern, as well as the Swiss ballers in the Bundesliga. And, uh, Sorry be, for that. <laughs> and who could be making the step into the, the Prem soon. First off, the, though, the, I mean, Toto, how, how are you emotionally? Man, I don't really know what to say. Um, the only thing that I can say is that I'm still alive, so it's fine. But yeah, it was a tough weekend and yeah, people were making fun of me. I even saw Armani's comment on uh, the Dortmund Instagram with Müller dancing. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, apart from that, it's fine. I mean, you were seen in, in great shithouse capacity. We had a little exchange on Instagram. You were posting Bayern photos and a link yeah. to the Bayern <laughs> shop as well. And you were in full throttle teasing Dortmund fans. Do you really support Bayern yeah. or are you just that big of a shithouse? You know, I'm just, uh, I just like to shithouse people. And especially the pain they gave me for Arsenal. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, you, you give it back no, but, and you take it. I mean, he sent me a message saying that it wasn't for me and he filmed me so it's fine yeah yeah i sent him a message because you know toto he doesn't shit house me so much you know so yeah. i i, I apologized in, in in advance okay because i was like wow he's firing shots for someone who's gonna yeah, like, yeah. do a party with a, us yeah after some context you know when i grew up i was quite a big Bayern fan so when um i got i got like not bullied but it, because all of my friends are, are for Dortmund, you know, they always said they bullied me a bit for that. So I, I just gave it back. You had a you had a good day on 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 Saturday. Oh my days! It was. We'll we'll get into it. We'll, we'll let's get into the show. We'll, but to be we'll... honest, I, I feel so it's so hard. I mean, oh my god! That's why I said. That's why I said I rather they break my heart now, Arsenal, not like this. You know, oh, I don't yeah. want it like this. So yeah. <laughs> It's really tough. Okay, let's get into the show. We'll start at the end, the, the finale. I mean, if you haven't seen it, like, firstly, why haven't you seen it? And secondly, just on a footballing perspective and and and, and everything, like, it was just you should really see it because it was just it was just crazy. I mean, we we had the, the Bayern taking the lead uh, in in against Köln, and then the one nil to Mainz, and then Dortmund miss the pen minds take score another one making it two nil and it's half time and then Dortmund pull one back and then everyone's like well they need two more goals they've got like 20 minutes now they can do it and then suddenly Köln get a pen and equalize and then it's one one in Köln and Bayern look to be messing it up and then Dortmund's virtually champion for like I don't know 10 minutes and then Muziada scores a goal in the 90th minute or 89th minute which by the way was a great goal to be fair two great goals Bayern scored and then Dortmund pull one back, Bayern already celebrating, but they pull one back and have another couple of long balls. They try and lump it forward, but in the end, it was just not enough. How, how did you, did you watch both games, Toto? Or how did that unfold for you? Uh, I was just watching Dortmund and seeing like the message in the group chat and 
what was happening in Bayern. I was just crying. I don't even know. Like I didn't even watch the Bayern game. I don't even know who scored the first goal. I think it was. Come on, come on, Kingsley! Come on, what a goal! I didn't even like. I don't even know what happened in Bayern. I don't. I don't want to watch it. I don't know what to. Yeah, it's so difficult because I saw so many things on on TikTok, on Instagram, and everything, and I don't want to watch that game. I don't know what. I don't want to know what happened in Bayern. Oh, in Cologne, sorry. But yeah, I was just watching Dortmund and praying for something. But who? Yeah. I mean, we've we've spoken about this in in lengthy terms on on the pod in in previous weeks and episodes. Like the the Dortmund squad, you know, it's a young squad. We're not quite sure how, you know, what their pedigree can they can they win the title? We're not quite sure they had enough in the tank. They're not. We're not quite sure they had all the experience that was necessary to win the title. What do you put this final huge uh, crumble down to? You know to? what? I, I, think, I think it's tough to say that because we were shit defensively. And our defense that game was Sule who won the, the, the Bundesliga with Bayern. Umers who won it with Bayern as well. And Ember Chan that has played as big a level as well. So, I mean, it's tough to put it on that. I think because offensively, yes, we've got young players. But when it comes to defense... Um, my yeah, maybe Marius Wolf, but yeah, we've got a defense that has players as a huge level as well. So I don't think we can put it on that. I think it was just a mess. Too much pressure on the players. I think we should have won it way uh, way before. I think the the, the before the last day, Bochum. you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Borum, against Stuttgart, against Schalke, against Werder Bremen as well. There was so many games that we should have won. And we did it. We didn't. So, yeah. I mean, when I saw the the the, the players coming on the pitch uh, uh, at the beginning of the game, there was way too much pressure on them. I even sent a Snapchat to my friend. There was no way I can play under that pressure. I just, it's, it looks so difficult to play, and we could we could see it on the face of Umers, Royce, Bellingham. Even Bellingham was so strange on on the bench. Terzic as well. Nah. Armin, did you did you feel that as well? Did you feel because we we saw pictures of of Dortmund fans queuing from six a.m. outside the stadium? Yeah. They were singing two hours before they were already. Or everyone was in the stadium singing loudly. The whole wall was ready for it. The whole town had prepared for the celebrations. Did you did you get the sense that it was perhaps a bit too much for this squad at that point? Yeah, probably. And I think at one stage, it was probably easier for them to play away in a way because after the 2-0 you could really feel the crowd you know every like bad pass was like a bit ooh you could you could hear it in the crowd and that's I think a really that transmitted to the team in a way so yeah I mean obviously the pressure was too much they couldn't handle it really well and even like the I think the first goal really was like a shock and it was like, come on, let's do it. Let's score now. We have to score now. Yeah. But there would have been so much time. They they, yeah. they don't need to, to, to rush. Even yeah. if they, even if they hadn't scored in the first half, so what you could easily score four in the second. So I think that rush and that stress, Oh, we need to get back on level terms and we need to score the next goal. So we, but then yeah, is that so is, is that mentality find. then that lack of mentality is that then a case of of not being experienced enough in these situations or where does that sort of head loss come from 
Yeah, it's a good question. I think probably a lot of young players and as well, you know, you, you mentioned Sule but in Hummels, but I think in a in a Dortmund shirt it's, it's a whole nother level yeah, because course, yeah, sure. the pressure they never be, they 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 didn't win it for eleven years and the the whole the whole uh, city was waiting for it. It was I think it was all a bit too much for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because normally, you know, when they play at home, they 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 crush everyone. You know, it's yeah. obvious obvious that there was something in the head, and you know, legs starting to feel very heavy, the balls starting to feel very heavy. It's a very it's maybe a and bit. I think, yeah, the yeah, pen so. that Halle missed. I think it was like the yeah huge, huge thing that made us lose. Yeah. I would say maybe. Yeah, I think if cause I'm, I'm not, I don't want to blame anyone, but usually it's Hemre Chan who scored the pen. Yeah, and they were discussing about it, and Hala took it, and I was like, oh, that's fine. He wants to take it. I'm sure he's yeah. going to score, and he missed it. Yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I don't want to blame anyone, but and that's I've, part of the well, game. And you, you know, the the the, the chance of of Brandt as well. It's like a huge chance he has to score. And it's just, it's just, it's a mental, it's a very, it's a very mental game in this stage of the season. It's a fascinating thing, isn't it? It's so similar. I mean, obviously it's, it's the, the, the manner in which it all went down is very different with Dortmund just missing out on the last game, but it's, we've seen this happen time and time again to these teams who've put together a really good run of form. Arsenal, you know, the comparison is kind of an obvious one to make. And then suddenly you have these games like the Southampton game for Arsenal, like the the West Ham game for Arsenal, like the the Bochum game for Dortmund was where suddenly you just get in your you forget to play football because it's still eleven yeah. v eleven with one football and you've been doing so well all the season and then suddenly something switches. Is that what is that like? Is is do can you learn that without going through these experiences? Like Leicester did it somehow. What is that? Tony? But but less lesser I think finished on like eighty points or something. Like it wasn't they didn't have as big of a uh juggernaut as maybe Man City. No, so but you I at would, the at the I same time you that. still you still have Leicester still have that you know, they still had those games where suddenly today is do or die. Today we could win it. Today we don't yeah, we mustn't yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, Yeah, I see that. What goes yeah. on in, in the mentality of a football team, Toto? I've never been there, so that's tough to say, you know, because, yeah, we never played at that level. I never had such opportunity in my life, so it's tough to say. I, I don't really know what to say, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, they they need to, to learn maybe from, from from us, you know, me and uh, me and uh, my team, because we had the title, uh, the, t- the decisive game last weekend, and yeah. we, had, we had ice in our veins. <laughs> Yeah, you've got you've got two big games coming up now. I've I've I wanted to come watch yeah, you. Yeah. I might still come. Yeah, that would be nice, actually. Yeah, man. Um, so, so I mean, let's, the flip side of that is you know the Bayern who, I, I mean, you know Thomas Müller is a player I've I've admired for a long time, almost more for his off the pitch comments and in, and the way he comes across in interviews and and all of that rather than on the pitch and what he does. Obviously, he's a great player. He's scored some brilliant goals in, in big tournaments, but what I really like about him is his character, his attitude, his mentality as well is, 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 has always been really impressive to me. And he on the pitch after the game said, you know, from a neutral's point of view, he gets that this is undeserved. He gets that there's, really? some, yeah, he he, that. yeah, he did. He said okay. like, you know, yeah, there's, there's an, element, an element of like 
we don't really deserve this. It's not been a great season. We've not we've not been the best team. Um, it's more a case of no one else has been better than us. And and you know, obviously, he still said you don't need to apologize for winning a championship, but he also kind of just highlighted how lucky they got and how yeah. he definitely also feels like this was more of a gift than anything. Yeah, is seventy one that... points is a low total as well. That's crazy, it's, you know. It's really low. Yeah, is that something? Does that make it better or worse, Toto? If the even your biggest <laughs> rivals are like, no, I said it before. Know. I think I said it like one month ago. We we are not doing like a good season because yes, the after the World Cup we were good. We 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 came back, but we were eight. Uh, like in December, we were eight in the league. I mean, mm. it's just. I, I, some people were saying, yeah, it's a gift that we're here, that we're battling with the league, for the league. And I think it's true because when you're 18 December, there was no way you can come back. And we did manage to come back because we had a great run after the World Cup. And that's true. But the season wasn't that good. Can and, you, can you improve mean, on this? I mean, hmm? like how, I mean, it's a bit, perhaps a bit early now, but how yeah. how confident are you that Dortmund will be better next season? I have no idea, to be honest. I think it will depend on the... if I think Bellingham will, will leave. Guerrero will leave. Dawood will leave. Baslak, Modest. There was a, a lot of players that will leave this summer. And I think it will depend on who we get. Uh, if we get new players, I think it will be the case. Of course, we'll have new players. But I think it will depend on those players. But it's just not repeat the mistake that we did in early season. Uh, we lost so many games, so many points unnecessarily with huge mistake that you shouldn't allow to to have on a football pitch. And yeah, I think it will depend on that. But it's tough to say. And I think it will depend as well on Bayern. Because if Bayern have a massive season and win everything, we just can't compete. So I think it will depend on, on both on those two things. But again, when we see what happened uh, in on Munich side after the game, we can still hope because Kahn is out. And uh, the other one, I don't remember his name. Stalihamicic, uh, yeah. Yeah, Amitrich is out as well. So there was a lot of things going uh, going on. So I think it will depend. Yeah, we're going to get to the Bayern situation in, in a sec. I want to, there's obviously been drama at both sides of the table on the last day of, of the season that I just want to talk about. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing in the Bundesliga where Dortmund's biggest rivals, Schalke, have now been relegated as well. The the club that in 2011 was in the Champions League semi-finals, they came out with huge players like Neuer and, and Leroy Sané and Rakitic and Ozil and a lot of players who have gone on and had great careers played for, for that club. And now they're fighting for for their league status, really. And there's a lot of clubs like that in, in Germany, clubs who you'd usually expect to be challenging for Europe, if not the title, who are now struggling for survival so they went down Hertha Berlin went down as well Hamburg are not guaranteed promotion yet so they'll play the relegation in from the second Bundesliga so there's a lot of huge teams that are struggling to even stay in the league at the moment does that it is Schalke getting relegated kind of make it a bit better Toto no I don't think so (laughs) why would it make it better uh, just because you they're your biggest rivals and you wish them yeah, but, nothing but the worst. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I, I get that, but it's always good to play against them. It's always good to have that, that vibe, that challenge, you know, to play against your rival. I mean, it's the same with Servet. I don't want Sion to go down. It's always the same. You just want to play against your rival. I mean, I get that people want the, the, the worst for, for their, 
for the rival, but you want to play against them as well. You want that challenge, you want that fight, you want that atmosphere to, to happen every every year. So, yeah, maybe some fan will be happy, but I'm not part of them. Arman, th- this is this feels like a, a sort of a deja vu scenario. I feel like in the Bundesliga, every single year we get to the last game of the season and there's massive scraps in terms of relegation, in terms of Europe, in this case, even the championship, which is perhaps a more rare occasion. But every season it comes down to the last game. What do you put that down to? Why is German football as close as it is? Oh, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I think I, I'm not sure about the, the European European places. I don't know if this is every year as tight as as it is. I mean, Leipzig was already qualified. Uh, Freiburg was already qualified for Europa League, for example. But in in the yeah, lower stages, a... I just think, yeah, they could they could have gone for Champions League. I know, but in the I think in the lower part of the table it's probably because very teams have a very similar squad like I don't think that the squad if you compare the squads there's not a lot in it in the Bundesliga whereas in the Premier League maybe you have more higher gaps um, yeah that's that's what I would have put it down to and it's I re- it's really sad to see Schalke go down to be honest I, I do have a soft spot for for Schalke and uh, yeah, I just think that the teams at the bottom are very similar, and it comes down maybe to 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 very small margins. You know, if you stay up or you go down. I mean, it's 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 such a strange thing, isn't it? That clubs with stadiums the size of of Schalke's and and Hamburg's, both over fifty k in capacity, are playing in the second league potentially next season. It's, I mean, it's unheard of. It's it's a, a bit of a shame actually in terms of of the stadiums and and the atmosphere that their fans uh, create on a on week in week out. Do you think it's got anything to do with the fact that they've only got 18 teams total? French league are are downgrading, downsizing as well. Could could that be a reason? Uh, that's tough to say. I, I mean, we can't really put it on that. Yeah, maybe. But I think it's good to have a lot of teams because we are all Swiss. We all watch the Super League and to have 10 teams, it just doesn't make sense. You play four times against the same team. Yeah, I, I like to have like, yeah, big leagues with a lot of with lot of clubs and everything that you have to play twice against each. And yeah, I like that. But if you can put it on that, I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Boys, let's chat about the Bayern mess. This is for a bit of context for our English speaking listeners. Bayern Munich are a club that won the Champions League in not so long ago 2020 was the last time they won it that's three years ago they have won 12 titles in a row now 11 11 titles in a row excuse me 11 titles in a row they've been the dominant side in german football for for a long long time they're the biggest club in the in the country i've always praised them for how well led they they were and in 2020 Hassan Salihamidzic, Juventus fans will remember him, or Bayern fans will very well remember him as well. He won the Champions League with them in 2001. He became sporting director or the equivalent of sporting director. I think the specific job role is is different, but he became the chief in that position in 2020. And since then, there have been a lot of sort of weird decisions 
made at Bayern, decisions you don't really associate with Bayern Munich, such as letting Lewandowski go without replacing him, such as not signing Sule and selling him to your biggest rivals, such as letting Alabago go without really replacing him. Um, just a, a bunch of, of odd decisions and, and I think transfers that haven't really made that much sense that they really need a player like Mane, I don't know. Uh, and it's just the, the the success has has kind of gone away a bit as well. Obviously still winning leagues, but that's kind of the default. And two minutes after they two minutes after they won the title on Saturday, the one of the most trusted magazines announced that uh Sally Hamicic and Khan had been sacked. Two minutes after the game, they were let go. That's shocking for any club, but for a club as big as Bayern Munich, you've had well have have been well run for so long. I mean, that's a huge mess, surely. Like, who sacks two hugely integral and important board members two minutes after the last game of the season is over? Just when you won the league, there's now been leaks that Oliver Kahn isn't wasn't even allowed to actually be at the game to watch them win the, t- the title. What's going on there, Arman? Like, what the hell is happening to this huge club? I don't really, I don't really understand it to be honest. Why they they sack them? I mean, if I, if we go back two or three months, everybody was saying how well this squad was put together, and then for me, it's up to the coach to deliver that, and not for the sporting directors in a way because they put the they put a good squad together. I think we all agreed on that. And the yeah. squad is really good. The depth is really good. Yeah, they need a striker. Who are they going to get? I think they wanted Mane to play that number nine role, which obviously didn't work. So, But even to attract a Mane, a, a Sane from City and Liverpool who were challenging for Premier League titles, I think you have to give Hassan Salihamidzic a lot of credit for that. And I don't, I'm not sure if they could have done that without him because I think he has great connections and he's a good... He's a, uh, he, I think he does a very good business. And, you know, with Khan as well, and even with Nagelsmann, why don't give them a bit of time to adapt to this situation, to this big club? You know, give them... Look at Arteta, you know? At the start, it was rough as well, but you have to give people time to adapt. I don't yeah, but really, I mean, the, the, the only difference with Bayern and Arsenal, I think Arsenal is more of a rebuild. Yeah, Bayern sure. Bayern is not the case. I, I, I get that 100%. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. just saying about personality. And if you, if you think of Hoeneß and Rummenigge, they did so well. But they were very well experienced and they have a lot of time in the job to, to, to know how to be with the co-workers and how to recruit and... All the stuff like this. Khan has been in charge now for one season. For one season and you don't give him the benefit of the doubt that he can improve and then he can, you know, learn on the job, learn by doing. I, I, I don't really, I really, really get this. And I, I think the squad is a really good squad. They just need, they just need a, a good preseason. They maybe need a striker. And then I can see this, this club like booming again. Can you understand have... them? Can you understand their decision to sack Nagelsmann in at the end? No, of the th- no, that one I didn't understand because, uh, as I said, you need you need to give people time to adapt, you know. And I think Nagelsmann is a very very good coach, 
I rate him very highly. I really like Nagelsmann, how he comes across in interviews as well. Um, yeah, obviously Tuchel is a great coach as well, but we have yeah, to but see the, how, uh, how that goes. I only saw, like, uh, I saw as well on Instagram this morning that he will leave this summer as well, maybe. Not 100% yeah, be- sure, but because is... he's sh- Yeah, I heard it as well because he's shocked about yeah. the the Khan situation. What I heard with Khan as well, I, I watched like a show. I don't know if you know it. Uh, Fabo is called uh, the Doppelpass. You know it? Yeah, it's one of the biggest from sports, sh- the German sports yeah, yeah. uh, chat shows, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to that a bit because I wanted to know about the mess. So they, they said that Khan basically, they had a meeting with Khan and Solihamidzic and like Solihamidzic took the took it really well and he came to the game but Ed, but Khan like got emotional during this sacking and that's why he did, he wasn't allowed to go to the game and uh yeah just a bit maybe a bit of a clearing up which is so bizarre i think it's it's yeah. so strange it does it just doesn't sit right but um a couple of questions more i want to i want to ask about this is is toto that we've discussed they need a striker what who else do they need to sign or what else do they need to like get back to you know the champions league winning days yeah i mean i think it would depend on what happened with cancelo and kimish because there was rumors of maybe kimish leaving cancelo staying kimish leaving yeah maybe i, I mean guardiola wants to to do a swap deal with cancelo and kimish so i don't really know what okay what if it's if it's going to i don't happen think kimish is going to leave anytime soon yeah yeah i don't think neither but I think maybe it's uh, a good right back because I'm going to say it, but I'm not a huge fan of Benjamin Pavard. Even though when he plays in, as a centre-back, he's a good centre-back, but not a, a good right back. And I think they miss that. A, a good striker, obviously. A really good striker. And I think they will be able to, to find one because it's Bayern Munich. A lot of players want to play for Bayern Munich. And yeah, I think it would be yeah just a good right back and a good striker. And I think they, they've got everything else. Because such a good squad, and yeah, I'm I'm not afraid from them for them. Uh, I I want to talk about the the coach. Obviously, we we discussed them sacking Nagelsmann, who I rate really highly. I think Nagelsmann is a, is a great coach. Uh, he's going to do really well in other leagues as well, not just the Bundesliga. I think his next post will be abroad, and I think he'll he'll be great for it. How highly do you rate Tuchel? You said he's a top manager there, Armin. How how? How much of a fan are you of of Thomas Tuchel? I don't really like Tuchel, the person, to be honest. But as a coach, he's obviously yes, he, he brings a lot of experience. He showed even at a club like PSG that he can go to a Champions League final, which not a lot or no other coach, PSG coach could do. So, and at Chelsea as well, he was he was fantastic. You know how he like. And that's what I hoped, in a way, that he could do at Bayern. You know, he came in and he implemented his style of football, and it and it, and it boomed. You know, the manager bounce was like crazy, and they they got on to win the Champions League. So uh, he has a lot of experience. He has a very specific way how how does he want to play? And yeah, you have to. I think after the summer, you definitely want to see more from Bayern because. The last few games, even though they won, the, I think the last five out of four, uh, the last four out of five, they didn't really were that convincing. You know, they didn't really play that Bayern way. You know, on the wing and high intensity, 
having the ball in the opposition third all the time, you know, pressing them like really, really tight. Um, yeah, so we have we'll have to see, but I think there will be I will it will be all right with Tuchel. Yeah. No, so is he the right man to get them back to winning a Champions League? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think he is. But again, if he leaves, that's the problem, and I would be so happy. But I think if he stays, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's obviously an ex Dortmund manager as well, and I think that was a bit bittersweet for him because he's obviously coached Dortmund for longer than he has been the Bayern Munich coach now. I no. personally don't rate him that much. I think he's he's not. Wow. People talk about him as like the top sort of tier manager in the same vein as as Klopp, as Guardiola, as maybe even Arteta now, Ancelotti even. I don't think he belongs up there. I think he's he's I, I agree with what you said, Armin. I think the 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 human Tuchel, I don't love how he comes across. He he has a bit of an arrogance about him that I don't think is quite merited. Um the the Champions League win with with Chelsea overshadows uh, a lot. I think in in the leagues he's traditionally not done so well. Um, obviously winning it with PSG, but who doesn't win with PSG? I I just I just don't see him as that top manager. I don't see him having this you know kind of individual style um, that really makes him a, a top tier level manager. And and I feel like wherever he's gone, there's always been rumors of of bust ups and and issues with with owners and, and other problems that I think he just, he just pulls that behind him a bit. And I'm, I'm personally not a huge fan of, of Thomas Tuchel and I'm not convinced Bayern will be a Champions League winning side as long as he's, as he's there, depending obviously on recruitment, but I'm, I'm not convinced. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there for now, boys. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about the Bundesliga in more general terms and the Premier League ballers. I just wanted to say that I won the, the the fantasy league, so I got my eight hundred francs in the bank. That's pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool, actually. I'm very impressed. I'm impressed by anyone who wins their fantasy league because I've never managed to do it. I ended up second once, which was the best I could do. Yeah, I I give you some tips. Okay, we'll do we'll do a potty on it. You know, we'll do a potty on everything now. I'll host it. Exactly. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for you to host one. Actually, I'm. I'm sure you do great. Okay, <laughs> here, we, here we go, boys. That means totally you don't do great. What? Here we are again. We are back. And we are back to talk about another Bundesliga season. I want to speak in depth about the players who we think will go to the Prem next year. The Bundesliga has been kind of established now as 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 a, a feeder league, really, in, in many ways for, for the bigger leagues. A lot of a lot of players have gone on and tried to make the transition to English football. Um, this year, the, the the names in the hat are, are in Kunku has already been confirmed. Uh, the the Croatian defender Guardiol is is uh, a hot contender for the for a Premier League future. Uh, we have the the likes of Bellingham, obviously, has always been um, pipped to a Premier League return. He might go to Real Madrid. There's a Diaby. I know Seth, our Newcastle fan, is very convinced that Newcastle will sign Diaby. Uh, but maybe maybe let's just before I reel off all the names. Toto, who do you expect to see in the Prem next year? Apart from Nkunku, obviously. Who do you expect to see in Cancelo. the Prem? Who's, who's played <laughs> Bundesliga football now? Uh, maybe Kolomani. But first of all, I want to say that uh, we discussed about it with Ashi yesterday because he's a Milan fan and I'm a Dortmund fan. I hate like person that follows the Premier League that thinks that when there was a good player, he needs to leave and go to the Premier League. I just hate that. Uh, 
but yeah. Um, yeah. But the problem so... with the Premier League is that there's so much money there that all the good players will eventually yeah, of course. Yeah. move. I mean, Jamie Carragher made this point on, on Sky. He's like, Haaland is like the first player who's already been like a worldwide superstar. People were already talking about him as one of the best in the world who didn't go to the Spanish giants. He came to the Prem. Usually the Prem signs like the more hot prospect players, develops them into world-class player, and then they go that extra level to Barca or, or Real Madrid. And Haaland was like the first player who was a worldwide star already. And he came to the Prem to play in his early 20s uh, and, and yeah, beyond. True. Yeah, that's true. And then from the Bundesliga, pff, wow, uh, yeah, Musa Jappi, I don't think he will go to to Newcastle, you said? That's what Seth thinks, yes. They have Almiron yeah. now on the right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need a bigger squad I, I, though now. They've got Champions League football coming. Yeah, but I don't uh, think Musa true. Jabi will. Do you not think Musa Jabi could do well? You not, do you not think he could do well at Newcastle? I mean, it's I really, tough. I really love Diaby to be honest. Yeah, but in the in the Premier I love League, him. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. I, I get that. Let's it's so see, good, I mean, but in the Premier League, because uh, the the I think if you just if I've... you if you have that pace, you know. Yeah, yeah, he has that pace. Again, he can use it so well with Pong as well uh, behind him. I think together yeah. they can. They're so good. But yeah. in the Premier League, there, there is not that much space as you have in the Bundesliga. We saw it with Werner. So that that's why I'm fifty fifty yeah. on that. But he, he, he's a, a, a he's a very good technician as well, you know. He can and he has a good yeah, exactly a really good shot as well. Yeah, no, so of I course. think he's the he's the whole package for me. Yeah. He's yeah. he's an absolute then cool. maybe then maybe yeah. uh, I know that some people want Frimpong to go to the Premier League. Uh, I'm not sure that yeah. will happen. He's very offensive. I don't really rate yeah. him defensively. Frimpong. I would take Frimpong at Man United in a heartbeat. I would take Jeremy Frimpong really? in an absolute second. I think he's a great player. Like you said, I think him and Diaby are the best right side in the Bundesliga as a unit. They're so dangerous. They, Yes, I, I agree with you, Arman. He has his defensive weaknesses. But what yeah. he offers going forward, the, the power, the pace, the composure as well, the amount of like, you know, across the box assist he's given, the, the goals he scored from right back. He's a menace, and I'd I'd take him in a heart. I think he gives opposition a lot to think about in how yeah, in terms of how they're going to defend. True. And I think that's for a team like United. I think he could be a really really good fit. He's Dutch as well, so he would be able to speak well with with Ten Hag. So I'm really <laughs> hoping I'm really hoping they listen to me. But I I'd love Frimpong at yeah. United. I really really rate him. Yeah. If you could have that mix the... between yeah. Aaron Wan-Bissaka and Frimpong, yeah. would be perfect. Eh? Yeah. Oof, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Armin, maybe let's extend this question to you. Who, who, who from the Bundesliga would you love to see at Arsenal? Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I have to think. Uh, what do we need? We need maybe a, a right back. Frimpong. Or maybe Frimpong, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult. I mean, obviously, you would love to see maybe a Bellingham. Bellingham at Arsenal because Bellingham I think he would be perfect for that Chaka role you know so I think he would be my number one imagine Bellingham Odegaard and Partey oh my yeah, god yeah but you know it's not going to happen <laughs> you never know <laughs> A boy can Edu dream. make it happen Edu can make it happen don't worry 
How how highly do you rate the likes of of Turam and, and Kolomuani? They were both part of that France oh, team that Turam. made it to the yeah, World Cup not. final. How how highly do you rate them? They're both similar sort of style players, forward, strong, powerful. Yeah. Good shot. How where do you see them? I really like Kolomuani. Yeah. I think he he's a really yeah, nice nice striker, really young prospect, you know, he, the way he he can dribble past people and he can finish and he's fast. It just seems like that he got the whole package in a way. Um, Turam, no. he's a bit, he's a bit no. hot. He's yeah. Let me speak. Oh, sorry, sorry. He he's a bit hot and cold sometimes. Sometimes he's very, especially against Bayern. Most of the time he's really good. He has he's really quick. He's physical as well. And then sometimes he just stumbles over the ball where you just think. Uh, uh, can you play football? You know, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm not really sure about Turam going to the to the Prem. Maybe for like a Brentford or something like this. Maybe, but uh, not for the top sides. Nah. Oh. So, so you know, he's physical though. He's very physical. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we say that because he's French as well, and he's the son of Turam. And when we we speak with people in France, we say that he's just got the name. That's it. I, I don't really rate him. He's not that good. When he plays for France, we all got the feeling that because if the son of Turam and Deshaun is to take him, uh, but why was he in the squad over what, so what many? Don't you, what don't you like though? about him? Why do you think he's not that good, Dota? I, I think we saw it all at the World Cup. It just, as you said, Arman, sometimes you just feel like he doesn't know to play football. He, when he tries to dribble, to dribble, is just nah. I don't, I don't see anything on him. Like, yeah, he's. Powerful, okay, he's strong, yeah, but that's it. I, I don't rate him at all, literally, nothing. You're obviously worried about that's losing awesome. Bellingham. Is there anyone else that you can see balling in the in the Prem or any other European league next year that's playing for Dortmund now? Mm, that I think will leave. Yeah. There is Guerrero. I think that's a huge loss, but we all he's, know that he's Guerrero, now. Guerrero is, is the first choice... Uh, Portuguese left back has been for for a long time now. He's got seven assists this year. He's been playing in in centre mid and left back for yeah. for Dortmund for a while. It, it, on paper, he looks like an absolute baller. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a a friend of mine. Shout out to Yuli. He he has had a, a vendetta against both Dortmund uh, fullbacks, actually both Guerrero and Munier. On paper, he looks like he could be a really good signing for someone. D- do you see him? Do you see him as a loss as that he's leaving? Yeah, of course. I mean, we we keep Nico Schulz, but we sell Rafa Guerrero. Doesn't make sense. Oh my God, Nico Schulz! Come on, <laughs> we still have Nico Schulz as a left back. But how highly oh. do you rate Guerrero, um, Armin? Oh my God, just Nico Schulz. I think he's the worst fullback yeah, I've ever seen. Where a Dortmund kid, he's just fast. He has nothing else to offer. He did really well uh, at, at Hoffenheim before. At he Hoffenheim, joined he was he was really good, but then yeah. I don't know what happened. His legs have gone. I don't know. Uh, Guerrero, I love Guerrero. I, I love him. I think he's such a he's such a cute player, you know. And he's he has that, he has that left foot. When I say cute, Toto, I mean like <laughs> he has that 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 narrow ball movement. I I really like it. And yeah, I mean obviously. Defensively, he's not that fast, and he can't catch up maybe with Diaby and stuff. But going forward, yeah, he's just that 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 offensive fullback that you that you want to have. But 
for a top side in the Premier League, maybe no. just not enough. But I, I could see him like maybe at the at the Sevilla or uh, something like that. Yeah, maybe I, I La think Liga. he will go back. Yeah, I think he will go back in Ligue 1, I think. Ligue 1. Portugal as well, like. Yeah, I think he will go back there. Yeah, it's maybe. it's a. I'm, I also I I have to correct myself. I I looked this up. He 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 came up with twelve assists, not seven. Guerrero had twelve assists for. That's Dortmund. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I I don't That's have the number goal. of goals. I think it must be like I think it's got at five least or like, six. Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, five or six. You goals. know that that one goal he scored against Bayern away that always stuck with me. You remember which goal? It was like 2017. I have to put it in the group chat. I don't know if you remember Toto. But he Short just hit it for in the Allianz Arena. He just hit it first time, left foot. It just went in the oh, top corner. 2017. Yeah, 16, 17 I think I, when season. I would, when I would see the goal, maybe but like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. He he for sure he for sure is is a baller. Anyone got, else? Did, yeah, four goals in the Bundesliga. Yeah, it's it's a good season. He's had a really good season. Yeah. I I mean I don't see why you let him go on a on a free at this point. He's he's experienced as well now. Um, we shall see. Maybe they have someone in the pipeline that isn't Nico Schultz that they want. Yeah, for sure. That I think they, they want to get. Someone. Yeah. They have someone lined up. I'm pretty ben sure. Sebaini. They've got Ben Sebaini. He is coming. in. has been confirmed. But I don't. Is rate he better ben than Guerrero though? I I don't. No, no, it's not better. But he had one good season. Anyway, are there any other mentions? I mean, I, I mentioned Guardiola earlier. Do, do, you don't personally rate him that highly, Toto? He had a great World Cup apart from that one moment against Messi, but we've all made yeah, mistakes defending Cup. against Messi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a good center back, but to rate a player just in a World Cup with so, so many players having a good World Cup, but then when it comes to club level, it's not good enough. But I'm not saying that's the case for Guardiola. He's a good center back. He's young. He's still a lot of things to improve, but. I rate him, but not like in the top five center backs in the world. And I think people rate him like that. And I think that's a huge mistake. But I think he should stay one year more at Leipzig. And then if he confirms his, if he has a good season with Leipzig again, then he must leave. He should leave, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, money talks, and I think he will leave this summer. But yeah. Bundesliga have a big problem with that, I think. You know, the, the good players, they always it seems like there's no debate that they will leave or they will go to Bayern. And I think for the long term, that's not that's not really healthy. You know, even like, you know, Nkunku. For me, Nkunku is the best player in the Bundesliga at the moment. And even though I think that it's just, it's just clear that he will leave, I think, I think it's, it's just a problem. If you, if you want to... The Bundesliga needs big stars, you know. And if they will always leave or go to Bayern... It's not really healthy, you know. I think you have to just adapt your recruitment. I agree with you, Arman. I, I agree completely. I think it's it's a bit of a problem that you have this league yeah. like the Prem who's who's who has the capacity to sign players for fifty mil and just put them on the bench without blinking twice. You know, I mean Werner was was tearing up the Bundesliga and then he gets two games at Chelsea, misses a few open goals, poor poor chances, his his confidence is knocked, and then he just doesn't play. And then he plays on the wing, and he doesn't really get the chance. And obviously, it's a different league. And if you if you do, if you don't have the quality, you don't have the quality. But give a player like Werner a bit of time to settle in and, and to to the team to adapt to his runs, and he's going to score because he's scoring goals now again for Leipzig, and Leipzig are a, are a decent Champions League side. So mm. do you have the, and it, the same exact thing could happen with Nkunku because he is the best player in the Bundesliga. I agree with you. He won 
he won the the golden boot um 16 goals he was injured for a lot of that season as well and he still won the golden yeah. boot absolute baller and then say he has two or three bad games chelsea have such a huge squad he's not going to play anymore and then it, a player yeah. that caliber gets shunted on the bench and i, I think chelsea. he will play now he yeah, will. But, I mean, he'll get yeah. a chance, but then, you know, we've seen it again with other players like Zakaria. Great player. They sign him for 30-odd mil, or however much it was. I don't actually know the price. Yeah. But if he doesn't deliver on the first couple of games, off the bench he goes, and then he's out the team. And Yeah, but I don't think Nkunku And Kunku chose the worst club possible to go. Honestly, it's it pains me so much. If yeah, If you see him at maybe another side, let's say, I don't know, Newcastle or uh, Man United, I think he, I think he would excel from the first minute. I had no doubt yeah. about it. But but Chelsea, you're just they have on yeah. the left, they have they have Sterling, they have Modric, they have uh, you know they have so many players who they need to give minutes that will just waste his waste his time, you know. And no yeah, European football such a shame. to rotate either. Yeah, no European football to rotate. It's such a shame that he goes there. It's such a waste of talent. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he did he did his choice uh, in, uh, I think he did it in January. Yeah, they signed yeah, him in January. Yeah, but there was still, yeah, a, yeah. they were a mess in January as well. Yeah, Honestly, I know. Yeah. I, I, I can't get my head around it, why he would go there. Really poor. Really poor. Christopher. <laughs> Bless him. Bless him. What a baller. What a baller he is, though. Crazy. Right. Let's chat for a bit about the Swiss ballers in the Bundesliga. We've we've mentioned them time and time again. Um Wolfsburg have just signed uh, a Swiss baller in, in Zeziger, who's who's joined from from the Bernese side young boys, who I'm gonna go see later really? today. Yeah, that he's signed now. He's 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 joining them. He's already had his medical and everything, which I think is a good move for for him. I think I could see him in the prem. He's a left-sided center half, tall, strong, powerful, a leader. Still only 24. I think he could do if he does well at Wolfsburg if they stabilize their team, give him 3-4 seasons and then he can do another step and maybe play play for a mid-table Premier League team. I could see that. If he develops the way he's developed, I can see that happening. There's a lot of Swiss players in in the Bundesliga. Ruben Vargas um, at Augsburg. There's there's uh, Silvan Widmer at, at Mainz. There's Korbel at, at Dortmund, who I think is a terrific goalkeeper. Sommer obviously just won the title with Bayern after a bit of a rocky start to life in Munich for him. Omlin, another goalkeeper at Gladbach. Elvedi at Gladbach. Those are all huge names in and around the Swiss national team as well. Are there any standouts this year for you, Toto? Eddie yeah, Milson Fernandez. Yeah, Eddie Milson Fernandez is good. I mean, you know, you know what? It surprised me because when he plays for for Switzerland, usually he's a more of a midfielder, and to see him play as a centre back for for my eyes, it was such a big surprise for me. But yeah, and I think uh, I think it's Gregor Kobel, even though he made that mistake against Bayern. I know because like people when they watch Bundesliga, they also on, only saw the game against Bayern and the game against Mayans, and you can think, oh yeah, he's not that good, he's not good enough to play for the for Man United because I know that people want him at Man United. But Kobel is one of the best keeper in the world. I can say it. Not the best, but one of the best. Sorry, I'm on. Yeah, he's one of the best. I'm sorry. No. No way for me. He's definitely in the top. Hey, for you. Okay, but top ten is not one of the best for me. One of the best is top yeah, five. It is. Okay, yeah. But even where, where do you where do you see him then, Arman? Is he in your top ten? Is he in your top hundred? Mm, 
I think top 20, top 15, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Give me 10 I, I just, I just, what, what don't you What don't you like about Kobo? Um, I have to be careful because he played in my he played in my club, so a lot <laughs> of people are gonna be angry. Uh, I have to be careful. What I say now, so I think he's not that great with his feet, to be honest. And yes, he is good. He's very good. But I just see, I just see goalkeepers that are better. As simple as that. And I think he's still young. He can improve and he can get there. But if you say one of the best goalkeepers in the world, I just I just disagree with that sentence. But he, wow. I think he's very good. Okay. Yeah. But you said you were very you were very diplomatic. If if you're comparing yeah, if you if if you think of Allison, if you think of Ederson, if you think of uh, I don't know Ramsdale Ramsdale, Paul, Ramsdale, of course, yeah. Court Courtois uh <laughs> Of course, Ramsdale is better. Oh my God, Ter Stegen! Like these are for me the the top top goalkeepers, and I don't think, I think he would agree with this as well. He's not at that level yet. No, of I mean, course he's not at the level of Ter Stegen, Courtois, or and he like doesn't that. have. But I think that, he can. Is the at the level of Ramsdale? I think definitely. No, for me, for him, Ramsdale is way better. But it's a it's a debate for another day, maybe. Yeah. But. Even though maybe you said that mistake against Bayern, yeah, but these are the kind of games where you need you need your goalkeeper test desperately, and he let them down badly. And I don't think you can just say that's a one-off because it's not. It is. And it's only one decision. No, against Union Berlin as well, he made a big mistake. Yeah, and sure. that yeah. are the points that you need to your goalkeeper to save. You know. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that he cannot make mistake. I'm just saying that he needs to cut out those mistakes in the big games so he can reach that level. I think it's a very telling sign if if uh, of a good player. A, a good player will always, regardless of age or or stature or pedigree, he will always show up in the big games. And uh, I think the Bayern mistake is. The very last one he two can mistakes. afford to make. The, the, the two, to be fair, well. two mistakes. I think that those two mistakes are the last two mistakes you can afford to make in that in in games as as big as that in order to yeah. be as top of a goalkeeper as you make him out to be, Toto. Yeah, but I think to be honest, the second mistake. I think after the first mistake, we lost him. But that's that's uh, what yeah, I mean, it right? Happen. It did happen. Yeah, though. but. You, yeah, you look, you look at, so. you look at Carrius at Liverpool. You know, like the, it gets in his head, and and the real, the the big, the big big goalkeepers, they move past that very very quickly. And I think if you want to be considered as that, you need to step up. And there's another Dortmund yeah. player that we've spoken about a, a lot, Toto, that I keep saying sh- doesn't show up for the uh, big games, and I've yet to see evidence to the contrary. Yeah, and if it's a big games, you know, you you. No, no, say the name. Say the name. I want people to know you, who you're talking about. Okay, we're we're doing this now. Um, I, I have I I love Jude Bellingham as a player. I love what he offers. Oh no! My issue with Jude Bellingham <laughs> is that I think he goes missing in the big games, and he's young. And people will say you're deluded, you're silly. He's the best baller England have had in centre mid in decades, which is all fair and true. I've yet to see Jude Bellingham dominate. I mean, I've seen him dominate the midfield at World Cups against against, against Senegal. I've seen him dominate midfield in Champions against League City. games against lower teams. I haven't seen City. Jude Bellingham 
dominate midfield against um, a huge team in a huge game yet. I haven't seen it. Against City, no? No, no, he, he was he was okay. He was good in that game, but it, it's it's if but, but Fab, he, I've not seen him say, elevate his level. I I do we agree with that in a way, but you also have to think that a lot of the work Bellingham does isn't really something that you see in a highlight reel. You know, he, I I don't know, I'm not I'm not sure if you think offensively or defensively he does both parts, of course, but. I do think that you're a bit harsh on him because he's not a striker or a winger. He doesn't produce goals. But I, I, I mean, maybe I didn't watch it like per, per, specifically for Bellingham in the big games. But I don't really see a pattern there. To be honest, I don't. I don't think that is that is something. He he goes missing in the big games because I think a lot of his good work we we don't really we don't really acknowledge. You know, winning the, the the second balls and and uh, playing the 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 decisive balls. Yeah, listen, know? I th- I think I think that's the exact issue, right? People paint him as this world world class, like top tier generational talent. He is, and if he is that, he is. If he is. He, he is. Fab. If he, he is. if he is that, which I'm not saying yes or no on. I'm saying if he is that, we're not going to measure him on the stuff you don't see. We're going to measure him on can he impose himself on the big matches and run the show against a Real Madrid, against a Bayern Munich. And in the games against Bayern Munich that he's played in this season, I've not seen him. I've not seen him yeah, even but do... But the, boy, the, boy, the boy is 19, Fab. I yeah, know. the war team was down. The war team was down. I know, but if we're talking generational talent, right? Look at Look at how Mbappe played in the World Cup final... 2018 of course a completely different scenario it was so shit for completely minutes. i don't give a fuck the point i'm saying is <laughs> mbappe was mbappe was 19 and he found a way to decide that game i'm that's all i'm saying i'm not saying bellingham isn't as good i'm saying in the big games i've yet to see him show up and then i can say the same the brian how many games would be we've been missing the brian in huge game i know that not every game of course but how many games we've seen missing the Bruyne? I don't really, I don't really see any game. I, I don't really yeah, see that. I, there either. was a lot of them. No, there was, there was, a, a there was one no. Champions League final, but he's decided he's he scored against Real Madrid in the away game when they were down and against. Yeah. Him. This year. He scored against Arsenal this year. He's there's a lot of games where where he scored. Against, I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to compare Bellingham to to De Bruyne no, at the moment. I'm no, talking I'm talking Bellingham as per se. If we're talking generational, he needs to do it. In a big game, he needs to score. He needs to assist. He needs to influence a big game. No, he does matter. not. That's not yes. his job to, to score me, and to assist. No, no it's not. He's it's a box-to-box box midfielder. It's not his job. His per se job. But if he's as generational as people paint him, he needs to influence a huge game in a decisive manner with goals, with assists, with a, no, a, 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 the, the second pass before the assist. I've yet to see that happen. Yeah, against France the at the World Cup. The assist, yeah. yeah, but I even that, that, I haven't seen that happen for him. In the World Cup, he was brilliant up until we played France and then he got dominated by Rabiot and, and um, Chouameni. We? Oui. You're English now, eh? I've always had a soft spot for the English national team. <laughs> the, the first time I Exposed. tried because of... The first time I cried was 2004 when when David Beckham missed the the penalty against Portugal. Okay. That was that was tough times. Um, okay, boys, a very interesting discussion. I'm sure people will weigh in on uh, 
please do get involved on the you. socials. They're, I'm going to get hammered for this and I'm, I'm ready. Bring yeah. it. Show me a big game where Bellingham has, has turned it on and I'll change my mind. Oh, the boy is 19, man. I know oh he is. God. I know his age. I know how old he is. He's a brilliant player. I'd love him at Man United. He hasn't done it in a big game yet. He's not going to Man United. I don't, I don't think he is either. I don't think we need him. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got Fred. Come on. No, I'm not saying we. I don't think it's. The, I don't think it's the profile that we need right now. I think we need. I think Rice would be more of what we need than Bellingham at the moment. But then you have. Would you have? You would have like two holding midfielders. It's another. Yeah, bit I, I think pra- pragmatic. You know, it is. But you need that if you're going into the Champions. You want to challenge for Champions League and leagues. I think if we yeah, sign, if we I, sign I Kane and, and Rice, it's a different topic. We spoke about Man United last time. Yeah. Let's not get into that rabbit hole right now. That's all we have time for, boys. It's been 55 minutes of talking Bundesliga. I thank you very much, as always, for your participation. It's been good fun. To all our listeners, please follow us on the socials now. We are on Instagram. Um, we are uploading reels. I'm I'm learning my trade as an editor. Um, uh, and uh, just leave us a like, share, whatever else. What do the people say? Like, comment and subscribe and, and whatever else. Yeah. Turn um, on the bell. Exactly. Fabi for said about Bellingham, please. I'm gonna get rinsed for yeah, what I said about Bellingham. It's you fine. were harsh on that one, really it's harsh. Fine. Just talking big games, boys. You have to listen. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. Thank you so much to to my two Swiss baller friends, Arman and Toto. I shall see you soon for the Champions League preview. I think is next. What's that preview? Three 0 City or what? I mean, we'll probably get Dwayne on and, and he'll explain to us how, how Inter will set up with 3-5-2 and, and play with a low block against City and, and beat them on the counter with Lukaku. I see I see a Checo, Checo masterclass. I'm ready for it. Okay, boys, let's try again to sign off. Thank you very much. And I shall see you next time. Take care. See you guys.